The DSO Connect 2021 retreat is right around the corner and registration is now open. We are heading to Cape Coral, Florida, July 23rd through 25th, and we also have a virtual only option. Spend a weekend with other like-minded, creative, goal-oriented studio owners. The weekend includes two days chocked full of amazing seminars by the DSO Connect team, including yours truly, and one day of implementation sessions where we sit down together and get stuff done. So by the time you leave, you've already got things checked off your list. You'll leave feeling rejuvenated and have an actionable plan to build your studio into a thriving business so you can live your best life. This is an intimate weekend where we all stay in the same fabulous waterfront estate together, so space is extremely limited. Included in your stay is all the amazing content, the implementation day, swag bag, seminar workbook, food and drink for the weekend, including adult beverages, your lodging at the estate, and the priceless connections that you'll make with all the other studio owners. Plus, you'll get a one-on-one follow-up coaching call with one of the DSO Connect team after the retreat to help you stay on track. For more information and to reserve your spot, head on over to dancestudioownerconnect.com and click on the Retreat 2021 tab. Don't wait too long because space is seriously limited and these spots will go fast. So again, dancestudioownerconnect.com and click on the Retreat 2021 tab. We can't wait to spend the weekend with you. Welcome to the DSO Connect podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Robin. And this is a redo because we recorded this podcast last week, totally ahead of the game, but my little pea brain forgot to hit record. (laughs) I think that's what we get for being ahead of things. Trying to be ahead of things. Yeah. We were like, oh, let's record two podcasts in a week and we can be ahead of things. Yeah. Nope. Not the universe meant for us. The universe did not like that idea. No, it really didn't. This may end up being a better version of the podcast because now we have an outline. We're not just winging it. (laughs) (laughs) Not that we ever wing it on the podcast. You're always so prepared. Yeah, we like this conversational coffee chat kind of a, a vibe in most cases, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Robin, how are you? How are things going? I am good. I am good. We just spent a couple days in Nashville with Mm. the youngest offspring and he got to do his college orientation. And um, that was that was I always get so choked up when we visit colleges like I fall hook line and sinker for all of that you know the videos of like seeing your you know the kids like in the quad and making friends and you know like uh and you're as a they're targeting me oh yeah and they're trying to tap into my emotions and I know what it's happening because I am a marketer and I fall for it hook line and sinker every time i'm like bawling my eyes out looking at my son like you're gonna you're gonna love it here and uh he's just kind of like mom get a grip on yourself (laughs) but it's interesting because as it relates to dance studio marketing it's kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. um i mean we 
th- this stuff is designed to sell me the mom mm-hmm. just like our marketing for our preschool classes or any of our classes is really to sell the mom right. and we need i can imagine myself when i'm in these college situations um you know in in the movie like i can imagine my kid and that's right. what we need to remember when we're doing our marketing you know can the moms imagine their child frolicking in the classroom in a little fluffy tutu mm-hmm. and, you know having those relationships with with other kids because that's what made my mom heart happy was imagining my son thriving you know, oh, my son is gonna is gonna be you know come out of the 2020 2021 funk, and he's gonna be you know with kids that love music, and you know he's gonna you, your mind goes in all those places, and that's what so- sells me. Right, right. You know, which is which is why I think it's so important when you are marketing your studio um, to use pictures not necessarily of like your most advanced dancers demonstrating perfect technique but Mm -hmm. pictures of like three-year-olds hugging and smiling at the camera because that is what captures the parent's interest the parent doesn't necessarily know what perfect technique looks like so you might have a phenomenal picture of your dancer's Mm -hmm. beautiful arabesque but that doesn't mean anything to a parent right it might capture the interest of another dance teacher but it doesn't really capture an emotional response from a parent that makes them want to sign up at your studio it's absolutely true and it's funny because we you know we had an all-day orientation and we're sitting in the auditorium and it's parents and students and everybody's like a captive audience and they do this slideshow and they flash these words on the screen like community friendship fun um fellowship um all of these you know mm-hmm. adventure and they go through like 20 words and they're showing all these you know images of kids having a great time and my when it was over my husband turns to me and says they didn't mention learning <laughs> they mentioned nothing about learning but i was down for it i was like yes i want the kid to have this experience it's not even about the learning <laughs> It is, but that's not the point of that video. That video was, I want to see my kid having the time of his life, you know. So anyway, how are you, Casey? I'm good. I'm good. I um, had a nice little refreshing weekend and I went away. I went out of town last weekend and I always feel like after I go out of town, I'm like frazzled to get back into the swing of things. So I had a nice weekend at home. We had some birthday parties. I had one um solo recital it was like the last little bow to put on uh, the whole recital experience i had um a number of virtual students this year this past season who opted to just do virtual and so when it was time to do performance fees i i gave them a couple of options so their options were either to perform in person with the rest of their class or to not perform at all or to do a virtual performance, which I worked it out with my videographer where they would either record their students at their home or we would arrange um, a scheduled time for them to come into the studio to be filmed. And then the videographer would put them together on screen. Well, only one family chose the virtual performance option and it was for a three-year-old. So I talked to them and, and just, and we decided together that instead of doing all of that 
technological shenanigans, we would just have a little individual in-person recital for this one dancer. So I had my assistant come in and do the dance with her. And it was just her parents and her older sister that came and watched. And I got her balloons and flowers and, you know, took pictures on the red carpet. And they were so appreciative. And this girl had such a great time. And it took literally five minutes. (laughs) Wow. What a wonderful um, expression of appreciation that you gave to that family. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of being like, hey, you're the only one who did it. So we're just going to scrap it. Right. Right. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. I wanted her to have an experience to have her costume on and to feel like she's performing. And, you know, even though it wasn't on a stage, it was still she had an audience. It was just her little family there. But it was really fun. And and she had a great time. And the parents were so appreciative. And it was really good. Good. I hope that they um, they remember that when it's time to return in the fall. Because I hope so too. That was definitely a, a an above and beyond, you know, expression of your gratitude for that customer. Yeah, and I think for the for the family, it felt above and beyond. For me, it was barely anything to put it together. You know, Good. it was very simple to execute, mm-hmm. but it, um, yeah, it meant a lot to them. So I'm Good. glad that we were able to do it. Excellent. Yeah, it was fun. So what are we going to talk about today? So today we're going to talk about all things team communication, how you communicate with your staff to keep everybody on the same page all year. So let's start with the beginning of the season with our fall kickoff meetings. If you as a studio owner have a staff, even if it's just you and one other teacher, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do a fall kickoff meeting before your season begins. And it's just so imp- it's just so important to get everybody together um, to start off the year on a good note and to go over your curriculum, to go over your policies and procedures, to go over your employee handbook, all of those things to make sure that everybody is kind of, you know, it- in it as a team yeah yeah and as you're saying that i'm having a little panic attack (laughs) because i haven't planned that yet and i know that i'm never going to find a date that works for everybody and it should be a standard weekend that we do all the time you know what i mean it should be every single year should be like it's always the the first weekend in August or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I sent out, um, I use doodle, which is like a scheduling poll where you propose days and times, and then you send it out and everybody selects which, um, you know, which options work for them. And through that, I was magically, I mean, like, it's God, it's a freaking miracle this year. I was actually found something that works for everybody. So my entire team will be there. I'm so excited. And since we will all be there, we're going to also do a staff photo shoot. That's great. I love we're going to do headshots and group shots and action shots. So we have like a lot of fun pictures for social media and for the website. Do you think it would be weird if when you were doing your staff photo shoot, if you, I think this is weird, but what if you said, all right, we've got 10 of us. We're going to take a picture with all 10 of us. Now we're going to take it with Mary not in it. Then we're going to take it with Sally not in it. Just put Mary back in it. Wait, why? 
Because when Mary quits in January, no, you can't do that. You can't preemptively expect people to come <laughs> just in case. Just in case it doesn't work out, Mary, we're going to take a picture without you. That's why. I said, yes, that would be weird. <laughs> do that. It also might plant the seed that it's like, well. It's all right if I leave. They already have the picture. They already have it. the group picture without me. <laughs> oh, my God. And then what are you going to do? One without Mary and without yeah. Carmen? Like, what are you Oh, <laughs> yeah. Every possible scenario. Every there's, possible there's probably an app that will tell you how to do every possible scenario, right? Oh, oh my, my God. God. That would be hilarious. Could you imagine if you were an employee and, <laughs> and you were taking a staff portrait of all of the team and then your boss said, Robin, will you step to the side? We need one without you. Just in case it doesn't work out. <laughs> you would die. <laughs> you would not want to come to work after that, would you? No. Would you oh feel like you're part of a team? Robin, you're nuts. Okay, so would it be better to just like Photoshop the person's face, the new person over top of the old person's body. I, I think so. Or just keep like I always say that when a teacher leaves the leaves the studio, they're still part of the team to me. They're yeah. still part of our family. And so I have like group shots on my website that include people that no longer teach for me because they put their fingerprints on your program and yes. they that's they had their impact they yeah. had their time they still made a really big impression at the studio um you know i i still have those group shots and i think i i don't think there's anything wrong with that you're right i was being a little bit facetious but <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering if you had a clever idea to I, make that work. I don't have any clever ideas about that okay. no now that um, I, I'm like crying, I <laughs> get a Kleenex here. Okay. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so when you do your photo shoot, you, um, do you have them in like your logo wear or do you have everybody do like the beach thing where everyone wears like khaki and white or, <laughs> or you just um, wear whatever? Usually I have them, everybody has a staff jacket with their name on it. So they wear their AIM jacket with their name on the Ooh, front. Do you give them the jacket at the, some of them um, have from last year, but. Yeah, most of them have it from last year, but if they're brand new, they would they would receive their jacket at the, at the kickoff meeting. And then usually it's just like black pants, black top, so that we're all matching and there's nothing like distracting the eye, you know? I want everyone to have a team jacket. I love that. You don't have That's team jackets? No, we do, but we don't. I don't give them to the staff, and I want to now because I never. Oh, thought of it. I never. Yeah, and to have their name on it, and then in the in their headshots, it has their name on it because mm -hmm. they're wearing their jacket. And you give them that as a gift. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Maybe even giving them like. Um, a couple of free like shirts or even one shirt like i don't know how because yeah. we have a um a facebook group called emc spirit shop or something and miss kathy my office manager she has a cricket so she makes the t our t-shirts to oh, order. cool so she'll make one design and post it in the group and then people i actually love this idea because it's so simple instead of having to buy you know two dozen 
of that particular design she'll just post one sample and then anyone who likes it just all they have to do is comment and say adult large child small whatever and then she oh. will make it for them she knows their name because they commented mm -hmm. and then she, and they're um, already students so she just adds the amount to their bill and then makes the t-shirts to order and then pick them up at the front desk it's so oh, that's easy that brilliant. way and that way you don't get stuck with extra stuff yeah so anyway i could give everybody a teach i could give the teachers each like a credit like oh you know uh, get one shirt or get two shirts or yeah whatever. absolutely we've got we have aim leggings as well and those mm. are really nice and so i think i might just like i also noticed too that if your teachers are wearing your logo mm. wear and your merchandise the kids are more excited to purchase it because they look up to those teachers so they want to be like miss ashley or miss Brittany or whoever so you know they the more that they can promote and wear those things the more that the kids the kids want them too yeah i love that and just a side note this is kind of about team but we give them to all the class moms and i put their names on the back that says like miss stephanie or miss jen and that's helpful backstage because when you when a child you know has a question and i don't know the answer i'm like go ask miss jen and there's her name on the back of her shirt but um also when we do community events the moms all wear their class mom shirts which makes the other moms who aren't class moms want to buy shirts because they want to look you know in the spirit when we're part out of the community. team part of the crew they want to belong yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, so that, cool that's a good idea too i like that all right so what else do you do at your kickoff meeting casey um so kickoff meeting is um going over our teaching guide and our curriculum so i have my curriculum is what to teach my teaching guide is how to teach and also kind of some of the why of teaching so um you know my teaching guide has things in it like how to how we are making our dance studio lgbtqia inclusive how we are teaching in a body positive way um all these different things that are really important to to me in in my education space um you know and also things like you know the policies and procedures behind what to do when a student gets injured um you know how to take attendance uh, on the ipads all that sort of stuff as well so that's in um our both our employee handbook and our teaching guide um and then we go through the curriculum kind of just sort of breeze through it a little bit to make sure that everybody is looking at it because you can say read this at home but will they maybe maybe not so if you can go through it together you know that they're actually at least have their eyes on it and that will make it more likely for them to go back and read it more thoroughly later on if they can actually look at it first i love that i love that that you go over it you know page by page mm -hmm. additionally what i've done which has been helpful is i'll make an email campaign called team talk and um so i i put the that those words in brackets so that my team when they get this team email from me don't just delete it because they think it's another promotional email um but i send a a drip out which is like one page or chapter or section of the handbook every couple days so it's like it breaking it up in yeah, bites that's like, really smart 
because you know people's brains work differently so maybe somebody is you know a visual person and it works for them to read the whole thing all at once but maybe somebody else needs it more in bite-sized chunks you could also use a platform like kajabi mm-hmm. and make videos of all of your sections of your employee handbook or your teaching guide or your curriculum and then create a course in kajabi that's just for your staff i love it i'm yeah. doing it you're doing it well i'm now i am (laughs) thank you um you're welcome um because kajabi is not cheap and so if you're going to be using it you might as well use the heck out of it you want to fully utilize it yeah absolutely that's great i love it yeah so that's basically my my kickoff meeting oh we also talk about the recital theme for that year and start brainstorming ideas Mm. um at the kickoff meeting so if anybody is like "Ooh, i wanted to use this song they can call dibs on it you know things like that or if people have you know maybe this person teaches hip-hop but they have a great idea for a tap number so they share it with the tap with the group so the tap teacher can know um just to have a conversation to get to get our brains working on on those things and have um have those thoughts percolating because we have a pretty early deadline for music selections we have mid-october is when i have my staff finalize their music picks um so we start thinking about it in august great so aside from your email drips that kind of drip out the staff handbook and your and all of that information how do you communicate with your staff throughout the year so when there's an update that your teachers or your admin staff need to know about that how do you disseminate that information well we used to have a facebook group which i liked except i was trying to move away from facebook because some people aren't on facebook so there was like those one or two random teachers who every time i posted something i was like i know they're not going to get it so then we switched to band and um everybody seems to like that but i am less engaged in there Mm -hmm. so but they like to be they engage with each other there a lot and they like it so and what is band for our listeners who may not know um it's an app where you can basically make your own little chat setups so i have like one i don't you know what i'm not even an expert on band this is like a heather thing um, maybe you can even explain it better than I can. But like, I've got a group called Creative Kids Team, and that's our preschool team. And then I've got Teaching Team, and then I've got the Dance Technique Program group, and then I've got the Discovery Gym and the Music Academy and the Theater Program, and then Admin. And then so if it's basically like instead of doing a group text, right. I go into this app and I just can, um, you know. And I think you can also send attachments and and images and stuff. Oh, that's nice. So it seems to be working for us. I I do sometimes worry that there's too many things. Like there's, I work a little bit with um, some people in Monday and I work with some people in Trello and I work with some people in app and other people I communicate through Facebook and then some people I just text and some people I email and I do kind of feel like I want to streamline that Mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah, because on on the one hand, it's like you want the information to be accessible in as many ways as possible so that, you know, if somebody prefers one platform over the other, then they have access to it in their preferred method. But it makes your life harder because you have all these different places that you need to check for stuff. Yeah. 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 
And that is actually something that um, I, I have a, I listen to Stacey Tushel, who's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she says is, in terms of dealing with your customers, never not respond to someone in a, from a certain um, source. For example, if someone sends you a Facebook message, don't say, hey, email me instead, because you want to take those leads from wherever they're coming. Um, but that's more on the customer side, I would mm-hmm. say. I agree with that on the customer side. You want to get your leads no matter where they come. If a pigeon landed on my windowsill with a note on its neck, I would say, <laughs> I would reply and send the pigeon back. Yes, um, absolutely. But when you're dealing with your staff, I think that you can be a little more specific as to how they are to communicate with you. Yes. Um, it, it's kind of like a term of employment. The right. tricky part and, about that. And you can even put it in your staff contract yeah you know to say uh you know we primarily use x form of communication we expect a response in x number of business days or you know whatever so that it's very clear the expectations that way when someone's not responding to you you can go back and say hey this is in your contract yeah you have to respond you know you're obligated yeah. to respond to me within a number of you know right what, what kind of time frame the tricky thing about that is I don't feel good about making people go on Facebook because right, yeah. So, I mean, for very good reason, especially in this world, um, I don't even really like Facebook right now. So right. I don't. I wouldn't want to push someone in that direction. But there's no problem with band, like joint band. It's right. there's no politics in there. It's just you know, it's just a communication about this. Oh, there's also Voxer. Um, are you familiar with Voxer? I'm not. What's Voxer? It's um, it's another like messaging app, but you can do voice. So oh. I use it with Santina, my social media manager, who's also my virtual assistant. And I literally just pick up my phone, open Voxer, push a button and tell her a message, oh. which I guess you can do via text also. You can, but, yeah. Um, but then some i get a notification that santina's talking so i'll i can listen to it as she's talking and literally as she's asking me questions i can text responses and and then her voice is like okay i see you're answering that okay got it and or i can send her a voicemail back and i only use it with her Hmm. and again then i only use monday with my graphic designer and then i only use something else with someone else so i i do feel like i'm kind of all over the place in a lot of different areas and i would like to streamline a little bit and are you paying for all those services Mm-mm. no okay. I well, use, that's good at least you're not paying for all of these individual platforms um trello has a free version but i'm so obsessed with it right now um i am it takes me a while to get the hang of certain um Mm -hmm. technologies and i think we've talked about this before like i'm of that generation where you know there was one computer in the high school and we had to take turns and if you didn't want to touch the computer you didn't have to and that was me i was like i'm fine with my notebook um (laughs) so a lot of technology and a lot of these platforms are not intuitive to me like i have to figure out how to learn them and i hate when they do updates because it's like it looks different and the buttons are in different places i hate it I know. It's like, I just figured it out. Now you just made my life hard again. Right. But for younger people, 
Um, maybe things are more intuitive and it moves more quickly. But I finally wrapped my head around how Trello works after mm-hmm. how many years of dabbling in it. And, and how I, many years of Holly telling, you yes. know, like telling us all about the virtues of Trello. Yeah. And it just took me, um, cause I use it with our, for our social media stuff. Mm-hmm. We should do a whole uh, podcast on Trello because, and we should have, we Holly. should do a podcast where you and Holly tell me all about Trello because I have not wrapped my brain around it. I've tried several times and it's just, I don't know if it's just like, it doesn't work with how my brain works or if I just need (gasps) to try harder. We could actually do it as a topic for in our membership because then we can share Mm. the screen. Yes, that's a great idea. So if someone's interested in going deep in Trello for dance studio owners, join the membership. Um, Little plug. Just a little, a little plug, a little shameless promotion there. And side note, if you are interested in our membership, just go to our website, which is dancestudiooownerconnect.com and um, click on the membership tab for more information there. It's only $27 a month. I mean, come on. I know. I know. Okay. Back to team communication. (laughs) We're all over the place today. We are off the rails. We even have an outline. What is even have an outline? (laughs) So, okay. So we're talking about platforms um, that you use to communicate with your people. So I'm going to try to streamline this year and try to narrow it down and get rid of the ancillary stuff that only one person is using. Yeah. What about you, Case? I am very excited about what I'm doing this year that I'm currently working on. I am creating a staff website hub. So it'll be a a password protected page on my website that only my staff have access to. And um, it's going to have basically every email that I send out with an update will be posted on the on the website. Every um, Google form that we use will be linked on the website for, you know, music uploads or cue sheets or whatever that will all be in there. Um, and, you know, the schedule or schedule of classes, calendar for the year. The one thing that I'm not going to put on the website that I wish that I could is a staff contact list. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put it there because there is a chance that a parent or even a competitor could get onto mm-hmm. there and and figure out the password or whatever mm-hmm. and i don't 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 underlined 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 exclamation points italics bold i do not want my customers to have access to my staff's contact information sure so if you are going this route if you want to do a staff website just be really really conscientious about what information you put there because it is on the internet and anybody could get access to it um so just be really careful about that you know any like proprietary information you wouldn't want to put up there but i think just to have like one place to contain all the links to all the forms that we use for the staff throughout the year that's going to be really helpful because that way if somebody is ahead of the game or behind the the game it's one place for all those links they don't have to go searching through their inbox yeah and you could also use your kajabi um Mm -hmm. platform for that the only problem with it on or the only limit i see with it being on your website is that it's not interactive so they can get the information but they they're you're not like communicating back and forth whereas in the kajabi platform people can comment or ask a Mm -hmm. question and you can you'll get a notification and then you can respond gotcha yeah i that is definitely a limitation and so i do use my 
Facebook group for my staff for that. But again, I don't want to rely too heavily on that because mm-hmm. not everybody is on Facebook or not everybody checks it often enough. So um, I honestly use group texting, which mm. might be kind of annoying for some of my staff, but I have a fairly small team. This year, I think I only have five people working for me. Um, so, and I only group text like reminders, things like, hey, don't forget our staff meeting this Sunday, or hey, I really need a response from everybody on, or I just emailed this out. Mm-hmm. Please check your email. Yeah. You know, because ju- not, especially our younger staff, not everybody checks their email every day. <sighs> I know it drives me bananas, but I, <laughs> so I will send out a group text that just says email update just sent. Please check your email and respond. Yeah. yeah just so everybody good. has that. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. All right. So let's talk about, um, regular meetings that we might have with our staff throughout the year so once we've kicked off the season how do you kind of keep it going keep the communication consistent throughout the year yeah so pre-covid um we we started doing a monthly zoom call and it was i think the last sunday of the month at like 10 a.m or something and it was literally like a 30 minute check-in to see you know, everybody doing okay. Hi, how are you? Um, And then do we have any flight risks of any students who are struggling in class or seeming disengaged or have some spotty attendance? So that's like the number one thing that we need to check in on for those monthly meetings is any flight risk students. So that way our admin staff can follow up with their families. Um, Another thing we do in our monthly meetings is nominate for the following month, our students of the month. Um, And that way our admin staff can contact the families and get them their yard signs and all of that. Um, And then also just any updates for, you know, events that are coming up in the next month, um, things, you know, deadlines to be reminded of that sort of thing. So it's usually 30 minutes on Zoom, come in your pajamas, whatever. For those monthly meetings, uh, I don't pay my staff. Um, every three months we have, uh, or, or a roundabout there, we have an in-person meeting instead of a zoom meeting. And those are longer. They're usually three hours, sometimes as long as five hours. Um, I pay them and I train them and I feed them. So it's like a win, win, win. <laughs> You're getting valuable training that you can use, not just at my studio, but at any teaching environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm feeding you and you're getting paid for your time. So it's really um, mm-hmm. a valuable experience for them. You should make certificates and say, you know, you know, Mary Williams has completed the preschool training at AIM or whatever and just... I mean, whether they care or not, it kind of makes it like this is an official training. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's a great idea. I have thought about like requiring a certain number of continuing education training hours per year and having, you know, our staff meetings fulfill those requirements. But also if you Mm. if you can't come to our staff meetings because they're not required, they are just strongly encouraged. We do film them in case Um, we film them only if somebody can't come and then, you know, if you're not there, you're, it's on, it's on you to view the recording. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, with like the continuing education credits, like making, um, 
you know, like if you do a course through NDEO or acrobatic arts or, you know, any of these um, continuing ed sort of programs for dance teachers could count towards that. Mm -hmm. um, that would be really, I know Amanda does something like that for her staff. Yeah, that's really generous too. Yeah, well, but I think if it's an outside source, I wouldn't pay for it or I might pay half. I've mm -hmm. done that in the past where, you know, if, if somebody comes to me and says, hey, I'm interested in doing this course, can you help pay for it? I'll be like, yes, absolutely. I would love to help pay for that. I will pay half mm -hmm. um, and and then you pay the other half and, and then you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, my um, I did that with acrobatic arts. Mm hmm. And I wrote a clause that said, or a contract that said, um, I will pay, EMC will pay for your acrobatic art certification. And in exchange, you agree to stay employed with us for three years. Mm. And if you leave after two years, then you will need to reimburse us a percentage. Or yeah. if you leave after one year, you'll need to... Um, reimburse as a smaller person or a large a larger percentage and um that would that seemed agreeable to all parties and then uh the a particular party um left before three years and when we looked back at the contract it just seemed so silly to reach out to someone who kind of left on bad terms a little mm -hmm. bit and be like hey you owe me 109 dollars mm, right. I, I was just like mm. But I liked the idea that the contract was there. Right. And, you know, in a different circumstance, you might, um, you know, want to collect on it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And it, and it is up to you, you know, if yeah. you, if you, at least you have that contract to fall back on. But I think that's right. really smart because yeah. it is, you know, it, it certainly happens where people pay for trainings for staff and then they just leave in a few months. And it's yeah. like, well, why did I invest all this time and energy in you right. and training you? And then you're just going to up and leave. So there is, there is always that possibility. Yeah. Um, what kind of staff meetings do you have through the year? So, um, because our team is so big, um, and it doesn't really make sense to have a, a studio-wide staff meeting very often mm -hmm. because the music people do not really have, you know, care much about what we're talking about in the dance studios. So, um, one way that we've, we have done it is, you know, everybody shows up in the morning for like a group assembly where the Jamie, our HR person gives a presentation. I do a little welcome thing. Um, you know, you might have, um, each of the directors just introduce themselves in their program just so that the music teachers kind of have a clue about what the discovery gym is all about. Mm -hmm. And then, um, after that, we can you can break off into you know um, sub or subgroups. Well, and that's so important too because you want all of your staff to know at least the base. If you have such a large program like you do, Robin, so if, if anybody out there has different departments in their studio, um, it's important for everybody to know at least a little bit about each department so that they can upsell to their customers, to their students. Because right. if they're, you know, if they're like. Um, if they're a piano student, but they are, you know, the mom is lamenting to their piano instructor how they just can't find a sport that's right for them. Well, maybe they can try the discovery gym, right. um, you know, something like that, because it, it just to have everybody understand what <clears throat> all the programs do is really important. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, we've done that. And then, of course, um, 
during the last year we've been doing monthly zoom meetings like you've like you've been doing and uh, so each division would be have their own separate meeting and I don't usually attend those Jamie usually runs them and she'll report back like I'll say hey don't forget to talk she and I'll spend five minutes saying all right what do we need to tell the music people okay we've got the recital coming up blah 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 um, put out an APB for any new teachers that you know mm -hmm. um, whatever the bullet points are and then she'll have the meeting and then just shoot me an email and say hey um, this is the summary of the meeting um, that's worked well but I do feel like I need to uh, I, I, I admit that I get overwhelmed with the just the sheer size of our team sometimes and that is very intimidating when it comes to planning meetings because you know when six people can't make it it's like what is the point you know it, it right. can be yeah. frustrating it can be frustrating so I do need to really wrap my head around how I'm going to you know try to do this moving forward and I do like the idea of saying um, it's going to be a certain weekend every year mm -hmm. um, maybe once in January once in August or something and um, put it in their contracts that they're required to attend and um, also back it up with videos that can be housed yeah. in the Kajabi right. um, platform um, and then, of course, having the the email drips and just kind of constantly reinforcing, reinforcing, reinforcing and offering training and food um, because people are more likely to come if it's, um, you know, if, the, if it's going to be a little bit fun and not torturous. Right. And when you share a meal with people, it just feels more like a family. It sure. just feels more welcoming and homey and mm -hmm. and accepting. And, and there's a certain amount of bonding that happens over a meal. Yeah yeah so speaking of meals the other thing that we do um is kind of try to show our appreciation throughout the year mm -hmm. to our staff and one way we do it is with like a christmas dinner for my admin team or you know we do a big um we, we call it the video premiere and it's like a big studio-wide pool party and we watch the the recital video on a big screen outdoors and we encourage the staff to come mm -hmm. to that so um throughout the year i do, you know i'll take my admin ladies out for um th their birthdays are kind of close together so we'll do like this year we did a combined birthday lunch or um sometimes i'll do that with my dance directors and just just like you said do something a little bit different even if it's on a smaller scale with smaller groups of your people because you're going to get better attendance that way if you're like and and it's going to be more the topic is going to be more specific to mm -hmm. what the everyone's interest is you know if yes. you're it's like all right we're just going to have all the dance people come or all the the people who are involved in planning the show and we're just going to go to a sushi restaurant we're just going to keep ordering food until we, <laughs> we hammer this thing out and that to me has been successful because people are more interested in it seems less boring <laughs> yes and if they know that it's fewer people then there's more um uh, more pressure for them to attend yeah and it's not like they're just disappearing into the background they're like it's literally like okay we're all work this is a work session what yeah. are you, what are your thoughts yeah um i do one-on-ones with my staff and i will pick a weekend and i will just 
set up uh, in a coffee shop that also serves food and um, and Ooh. and use Calendly to schedule, um, you know, like one and a half hour blocks for each staff member. And they just pick their time slot and they come and meet me at the coffee shop and I hand them the company debit card and they order whatever they want. And then oh. we sit and we talk about their classes. We talk about how well they may or may not be sticking to the curriculum. We talk about placement for the following year for their students where we think they might be you know who might be moving up who might not be any issues that they're having um we talk about how i can be a better boss to them what else what you know what they need from me to be successful at their position um you know because it's it's basically a review but to me the review goes both ways i want to know how mm -hmm. i'm doing at my job just as much as i want to tell them how they're doing at their job that's nice. We do that, but it's in my office. And uh, but I like, I like what you're saying. However, my town is so small. Um, chances are pretty high that the there would be a customer there eavesdropping yeah. on your one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you could do it outside on your deck. Yeah, and you can. Yeah, serve we have done it. Yeah, we. Yeah, th that's a great idea. I do like that idea. You're probably so jacked up on caffeine by the end of the day. Oh, good lord, yes. <laughs> just coffee on coffee on coffee oh my god that's a great idea i love it yeah but that that's really nice to be able to oh and i also make a point of sitting in and watching their classes in the weeks leading up to those meetings so that okay. i have like actual like oh yes i saw that you did this mm -hmm. and that was great but i'd rather see you do it like that mm -hmm. um you know have actual evidence of of what i'm saying yeah we have a form that um it's like a, a teacher evaluation form mm -hmm. that we fill out or an employee evaluation form so some of the stuff is not just teaching related but it's like all right you you call in like an hour before class mm -hmm. and cancel like frequently like this is uncool or something like that right. or you just need to make sure that you're totally ready to start teaching at five o'clock and not rolling in the door at five o'clock but right. we give them this evaluation in an email prior to the meeting so that there's no oh. surprises and That's nice and um usually we're very complimentary and and if there is a problem this is not the first time they're hearing about it right it's it's clear that and the, and usually it's like yeah i know the traffic and i i just need to leave earlier like i know and they're apologetic um but i like what you said and we do this as well where it's not just us reviewing them we yeah. also ask them what can we be doing better to make this a a, a more satisfying and rewarding place to work or mm -hmm. what can we do to be more organized or what's not working for you like give us constructive feedback as well mm -hmm. and that also makes people feel less more like this is a partnership right and you know we're we're in this together we both have our separate roles and we both need to be doing a really good job and let's be a team and let each other know how can how we can eat both how both parties can do can do better yeah absolutely I remember one time I had um, one of my most valued teachers ever I did not know this but she would have like an anxiety attack before her employee review <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, really? Because like you are a rock star. Like, why are you stressed about this? So that's when we started sending them the form, like 
a week ahead so she wouldn't have anxiety it's like she could see that's smart that's smart we love you we love you we love you we love you can you just do this a little better and it's something you already knew and right we would love to see you give us more of this um and then she was like oh now i'm there's nothing to worry about i know exactly what we're going to talk about that's really good i mean i know that as an if i were an employee facing a one-on-one review with my boss i would probably have some pretty significant anxiety about it too yeah 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 all right so i feel like we went over a lot of things there's a lot of good nuggets in there if any of our listeners have uh any cool ideas or or nuggets of wisdom to share about how they treat their their team in a way that empowers them and uplifts them and gets them super jazzed about their about the upcoming year we would love to hear um you know what your ideas are come into our community yeah or if or if you have a different app that you use or a different method that you use to communicate with your team throughout the year we want to hear about that too so if you're not already make sure you join the DSO Connect community. Uh, It's a group on Facebook. Answer the questions to join. We'd love to have you. Um, We post regularly in there about all kinds of things. And we want you guys to be a part of the conversation so that, you know, you don't have to just listen to us talk all the time. (laughs) Yeah, we love to hear from our listeners because sometimes it feels like we're just talking into the abyss. Hello, hello, hello. Yes. (laughs) And if you have any questions for us or suggestions of topics you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, post them in the group, or you can email us at dsoconnect6 at gmail.com. And our retreat is right around the corner. We do still have room for more virtual attendees. So if you are available the weekend of July 23rd through 25th, or if you're not available that weekend, because you will have access to the recordings for 14 days after. So even if you were busy that weekend, if you think you can carve out some time to listen to the, to the seminar topics, we highly recommend that you do so. It's going to be a great retreat. We've got some amazing presentations prepared, and we're all super duper excited. So Robin, what's your favorite presentation that you're doing? Honestly, I think it's the introductory one where we talk about the the five, kind of like the dashboard. Mm -hmm. The the five pillars of your business and how to systematize based on those. Yeah, it's basically a dashboard that as a studio owner, you can kind of, you know, pin it to your bulletin board or make it your desktop picture or or just refer to it on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. just so that you can make sure that you are ticking all the boxes and keep, I, I like the analogy of like keeping all your plates spinning Mm -hmm. and um, you know sometimes we feel like we're killing it in marketing but our onboarding is lacking or we're doing great with retention but we're not bringing in new students right or our building uh, facility is you know snazzy and nice but our um, bookkeeping systems are a disaster so (laughs) it just gives you kind of an overview of all the things so that you can make sure that all your plates are spinning yeah definitely that's my favorite presentation what about you um i am very excited about the budgeting presentation because i have a really fantastic google sheets document that we're going to give the template to all of our attendees virtual and in person so that you can create your own budget and um it's just uh chef kiss it's a beautiful (laughs) beautiful uh 
spreadsheet. There's a uh, there's charts involved. There's <laughs> formulas. There there's conditional formatting. It's just it's a thing of beauty, and I'm very excited to share it with everyone. You're such an Excel nerd. I love it. I really am. I am such a nerd. Yeah, I can't wait to um, to get my hands on that because I am a little intimidated by Excel. Mm. So I need to warm up to it like I did to Trello. I need to really embrace it and yeah, yeah. need to spend more time with Excel. And I, I think I might be most excited for the implementation sessions. Mm, that's great. That's where we really dive in. So we give these, these seminar presentations all weekend. And then on Sunday, we have implementation sessions where you pick your number one or number two to- or top two topics or top one topic that you want to work on. And we sit down with you. The six of us will sit down with you and get shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you leave the weekend having accomplished something instead of leaving the weekend with like a notebook full of notes and just feeling very overwhelmed and not knowing where to start yes yeah yes it's gonna be great i'm so excited i miss florida can't wait to go back it's just around the corner it's, and the six of us are really looking forward to seeing one another yes again. it's been way too long it's been a long time very long time so a fun time will be had indeed and we i mean the last time we had a retreat it was in Pennsylvania in 2019 and but it was the four of us and then we had like seven attendees I think oh so I feel like we had a lot like eight or 12 or something I feel like 12 it was a number it was a single digit number <laughs> it was it was it was good it was a perfect amount but because- it was so much fun i mean we just like stayed up until like two in the morning drinking wine and talking about our studios and having a blast Mm -hmm. i mean it was just so much fun it was so nobody wanted to leave remember like we were standing in the parking lot like or in the driveway like we had to get out of the house we're standing there and still talking and still talking and some of us went back to my house and Floated, we floated in the pool and like nobody and, wanted to go and still we're talking about our studios the yeah. whole entire time yeah it's like when you get studio owners together there's just no there's no stopping the conversation like we can talk about our dance studios for i mean obviously we can we have a whole podcast about it jesus <laughs> <laughs> all right so are we going to end on a heart happy or are we yeah what's your heart happy moment robin so my heart happy moment is kind of ridiculous. Um, we spent the weekend in Nashville do, doing the college thing, but we we found this little RV park that we've been to twice. And, um, you know, the people who generally go to RV parks are either families with kids or old people (laughs) or retirees yeah and i don't i'm not family with kids with young kids right now and so i uh there's this um you know pavilion and they have live music every evening it's early it's like five to seven and you can bring your chairs and your cooler or whatever and you know they play cover songs a little bit of country a little bit of old rock and roll and you know the people who i'm sitting there with my husband and you've got the families who are pushing their kids on the swings and then you've got the retirees um or people like myself who are kind of not really ready to retire but you know kind of looming it's looming mm-hmm. and I looked at my husband and I'm like we're definitely in this stage of life and I'm completely okay with it I am completely down like this is 
I'm fine with this. Like, I don't need to be in downtown Nashville at a honky tonk, like, till 2 a.m., you know, standing on a bar, like, twirling around. Like, I do not need that. I do not need to be doing, like, jello shots. I, like, my idea of a good time is sitting in this RV park listening to, like, cover you know like a, a little honky tonk old you know couple of old gentlemen playing cover songs and drinking wine next to my husband and just just chilling like th- i'm totally good with this phase of life i'm like that, that sounds delightful i love that how about you case um let's see yesterday we went to the river with the dogs and we have this little spot that we like to go to and it's like a little bit of a hike down from the from where you park to get to the river and then we cross two channels of the river um to get to our little our little rocky alcove swimming hole area and you know just throwing sticks for the dogs and drinking a white claw and (laughs) just having a really nice time it was like a lovely evening and then it started to thunder Mm. and at first we were like was that the train or was that thunder i think it was the train and then it became more obvious that it was definitely thunder and so then we you know started packing up to head back out and um it started raining as we were leaving and it was like hot but not oppressively hot but it was warm enough that it didn't feel cold when it while it was raining on us and we just like you know trudged up the hill back to the car with all of our stuff and the dogs and then got in the car and we were like oh that was kind of (laughs) nice just you know walking out in the rain after being hanging out at the river it was just really lovely nice yeah that's great well thank you everybody for listening and make sure that you rate review and subscribe to the podcast we will be back next week with another episode of the dso connect podcast bye bye are you a member of the dso connect community join us We are a free group on Facebook for dance studio owners to connect, share ideas, inspire one another, and provide support. We help troubleshoot each other's problems and celebrate each other's successes. We have two Zoom calls every month, Coffee Chat Fridays and Wind Down Wednesdays, where we get to hang out together with fellow DSOs who really truly get it. And y'all, I can honestly say that this community is the reason why my studio has survived COVID. Without the amazing support and inspired ideas of the incredible members of this group, I'm not sure I would have made it. So if you're looking for support, connection, and judgment-free advice, join us today. Just search for DSO Connect Community on Facebook and answer the questions to join. We can't wait to meet you.